Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Boo Boo started going to these guys' press conferences. He went to two press conferences with Jamal Charlo, or Jamal Charlo, I should say. And they said, absolutely not. They don't want to face him. He even went in Triple G. When Triple G, I forget who he was fighting, but he actually stepped into the ring. And he wasn't allowed to step in the ring, but he was trying everything he possibly can to make these fights with these big names. Saturday, November 25th on Showtime Pay-Per-View, two of the best 168-pounders in the world will be squaring off David Benavides against Boo Boo Andrade. That should be a great fight. We're here to talk about it on Deep Waters today. I'm George Jakovic, surrounded by champions, ESPN analyst and Hall of Famer, Tim Bradley, and the champions, Paulie Malinaji and Chris Algieri. Well, guys, we've been saying this is a real fight. This is one of the fights that boxing should make more often, just like Zoom Mendoza over the weekend. They had their press conference last week, and what was surprising to me, Tim, uh, Boo-Boo's, a, Boo-Boo's a big guy. Um, so, you know, when they, when they faced up, he's a big guy. Um, this is a real fight. Oh, this, without a doubt, it's a real fight. And Boo-Boo is a, a talented, real guy, and he's been waiting on this moment. You know, he's been... Two two time was he two division world champion. He's been waiting on a, a big fight or a super fight, I should say. Uh he's been trying to line himself up with, you know, Gladi Golovkin. He was trying to line himself with up with Charlo uh back in 2021. Uh this is his opportunity right now to really showcase what he's all about. Um the thing is, is that he's a little bit up in age. I remember Paulie talking about that, and he's right. He's a bit up in age. Um, you know, he has been inactive, is you know, pretty much. I would say since 2014, he hasn't fought a whole hell of a lot. Uh, and he hasn't fought any really quality, top quality opponents. Whereas you have Benavidez on the other side has fought, you know, Caleb Plant. Um, he's fought some real good quality guys, guys that can box, guys that can punch. And he's been able to dismantle them or, or take them apart. So um, the southpaw stance is what, what gets me here. And it's the reason why I think the fight's a little bit closer than uh, what everybody else has it or what everybody else thinks. Um, I really haven't seen um, Benavidez face a southpaw, uh, especially a, fa- a southpaw with the pedigree of an Andrade. Uh, Andrade can switch too. He can go from orthodox to southpaw, back to southpaw, back to orthodox. So he can switch things up. He can give different looks. Uh, and as you said, he is a big guy. Uh, he does have long arms. He can punch. He starts He starts fast, which he's going to need to start fast. But at the same time, he's going to need to be able to finish the fight. And I think that's where things are going to get a bit difficult uh, for him is down the stretch. But if he can hold on to a lead, 
get past all that pressure that Benavidez is, is going to put on him, then I think he has a good chance of winning this fight. Chris, I know you like this fight too. Yeah, I like this fight, and I'm 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 not even gonna hide my bias. I like Boo Boo. He's 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 a friend of mine. He's a guy I've trained with many times. Um, and yeah, like to your point, George. You know, I think a lot of people are saying, "Oh, this is his third weight class. He's only a second fight at 168." Boo Boo's a big guy, and he's gonna he's gonna he can carry the weight very well. He's got the frame for it. He's got very wide shoulders. Um, he's very very strong, thick legs, which I don't think a lot of people know. You can't really tell in the trunks. Um, but he's a physically strong guy. And especially, like you said, Tim, early on, he's he's very dangerous and tricky. He tends to knock guys down early, gets respect early, and then he goes into his boxing mode, and he usually dominates guys. Winning, he he, he wins twelve rounders, one twenty to to one hundred seven, one hundred six. He dominates guys, and usually gets a couple of knockdowns too. Um, this is only his second fight at sixty eight. The inactivity bothers me. At thirty five years of age, being inactive is not not great, um, and especially for someone like him who didn't necessarily need time off he's not in tough fights he hasn't been in a lot of real rough and tumble fights so it's not like he needs the time off to recover and and you know he's going to be fresher and and he's he's a rhythm guy and when timing is 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 what we're talking about uh being out of the ring is not not good for that and that that worries me about about that also just in terms of their styles Benavidez is the kind of guy who who likes to build he builds up momentum he lets his hands go he get he works well behind his jab and then once he stops you, he lets his hands go. And he builds off that round after round, breaking guys down. Uh, we've seen it time and time again with him. And he gets stronger as the fight goes on. And Boo Boo tends to do the opposite. In recent years, you've noticed that he started to kind of falter. Fights got ugly toward the end of the end the uh, the last couple of rounds. Um, he was still winning. He was still winning the rounds. But the rounds get really rough and ugly because it seems like Boo Boo's gas tank starts to, starts to dissipate a little bit. Uh, those last few rounds. So it's going to be a really interesting fight. I think I think early on it's going to be interesting because you got Boo Boo, who, again, starts really fast, gets gets that respect early, um, often knocks guys down early, and then you're going to we're going to see what's going to happen late. I think really the story of this fight is going to be in the second half of the fight. Uh, Boo Boo can keep it together and, and stay smart and not to take, take too much damage in those later rounds. He absolutely could win this fight. It's, it's a very real fight. Um, and I think a lot of people may be writing off Boo Boo again because of the weight class, because of the inactivity. But guys who are in the know, people who know boxing, knew that Bo know that Boo Boo is a very dangerous guy, and uh, this is this is a great fight, great matchup. Long time coming for uh, Demetrius Andre and getting a big fight. Uh, almost a bit too long, unfortunately, man. If my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. You know what I mean? <laughs> he doesn't, so she's my aunt. You know what I mean? So so in the same case here, if Andre can hold off. Uh, Benavidez late, yeah, yeah, he he give himself a, a a big opportunity. The shame of Bob Andre is he's probably one of the most, if not the most talented guy of the generation, and and we've never really gotten to see him at a, at a high level uh, against the highest level opponents at his best. He's definitely big for the weight class. Uh, I don't think that's uh, that was ever going to be a problem for people that really in the know like us. Uh, I can remember uh, being twenty four years old in uh training in new england for a little bit and uh they brought in the 17 year old kid Demetrius andre and i remember he was big back then he was a, a, an amateur and he was uh fighting 156 pounds i was fighting 140 pounds i'm like where you find this kid from man this kid's like he was a big kid you know so and even then i was wondering like, how this kid make 156 you know so so uh 
Um, you know, he's been big. He's obviously grown since then. Um, was a was a very very good slick boxer back then. But now, like you guys said, he sort of makes fights a little sloppy as the fight goes on. But I think it's also almost a, almost to his advantage to be like that because it makes him a little bit more fun to watch. And he's not really super hittable yet, even though he's physical. What he's doing is he's actually becoming he's doing a little bit of the Sean Porter in that he kind of starts to physically bully you a little bit as well as uh, has an ability to box you and so he doesn't really let you rest inside there's one key thing i'm going to be looking for in this fight is benavides once he got close to caleb plant plant did a lot of something that i used to try to do when guys physical guys used to get inside just try to smother in and and try to take away this the space to work but really not having a lot of technique on the inside as far as understanding how to maneuver in there and i felt like caleb plant was trying to do that and benavides was just too physical and eventually and was grinding him down I don't think Andre is like playing in that way. I think Andre actually on the inside will welcome some of that work. Well, he'll, you know, he uses those shoulders, he uses some of that dirty stuff, some of that physical stuff on the inside. And I think uh, Andre sort of uh, enjoys doing some of that as well. So they could make the fight fun on the outside and the inside. The trick is, like you guys said, he fades a little bit late. You know, could he, does he fade a little bit late because he also enjoys this physical work on the inside as well, which makes you a little more tired? I don't know. You know what I mean? Because it also be his age, you know, possibly. You know, he's 35 going on 36. So I have a lot of curiosity about Andre. I think at his best, we'll, we'll probably he's probably a fighter that unfortunately it's going to be sad. We'll always have to wonder what if. Uh, when he, when he, uh, what if he would have fought these guys at their best? You know, uh, he unfortunately he didn't have the the team around him to get him some of those kind of fights uh, to at least uh, uh, you know uh, solidify those kind of fights and and get them done. But at this point, he's still fun enough to watch. I don't know if he has the energy of a youthful Benavidez though to really hold them all down the stretch. We're going to talk about some of those what ifs when we come back. We're going to take a short break. Don't forget, every other Wednesday is Pro Box TV's Wednesday Night Fight Series. If you don't know what it is, check this out. Hey, guys, make sure you tune in Wednesday Night Fights here on Pro Box TV. We got great action fights, 50-50 matchups, and all-out wars throughout. We have consistently put on the best fights around. Good fighters, great fights on your boxing channel with a star-studded cast bringing you the fight. Myself, Chris Algieri, the former world champion, and, of course, Mike Goldberg. Make sure you tune in Wednesday Night Fights for all the action. As Goldie likes to say, here we go. On the next Wednesday Night Fights, October 18th, tune in to see Bulletproof, Brandon Glanton clash with Demoledor, Carlos Fromento Romero, and the hard-hitting co-main event, Mateo Tapia versus Eric Robles. Live from the ProBox Event Center in Plant City. Get your tickets at ProBoxTV.com or take your chances at the door. Wednesday Night Fights. The Wednesday Night Fight Series is just another one of the special things that we're doing here at Pro Box TV, TV that no one else does. No one else in boxing does it like Pro Box TV. So, Tim, um, we we do read the comments in the shows that we do. And last week, you guys did a news piece on this fight. Got a lot of comments. Got a lot of comments. And you mentioned that Andre, um, he was avoided because of his skills. Well, some of the fans have spoken out on that. And they, they've kind of questioned you. Uh, Eduardo Chavez, 7925, said, after 15 years of Andre ducking and pulling out of fights, Bradley tries saying he only hasn't gotten big fights because he's avoided due to his skills. Laugh my butt off. Come on now. And then another one kind of gave a shot to all you guys, said all these analysts are biased. 
How are y'all going to give Boo Boo so many flowers without facing tough competition? So, Tim Bradley, was Boo Boo avoided for 15 years? No, he wasn't avoided. No, he wasn't avoided for 15 years. He was avoided in 2021. That's when he was avoided. Let's see. It says right here, Dan Raphael reports 2014, November 7th. He reports that Boo Boo drops out of scheduled defense against Jamel Charlo because he didn't. they weren't going to pay him enough money. Basically, he's going to get $300,000 to face him. He felt that, and I think this was on your card, Algeri. This might have yeah. been on your card back in 2014. Um, I forget who you fought, but the thing is, is that he pulled out, yeah, exactly. And he pulled out of the fight and he said that, hey, I was the, I'm the only credible guy here. And why are these guys making more money than me? I'm the real champion here. So he felt somewhat offended. So he pulled out and he backed out of that fight. Uh, October 3rd, 2014, Andre, Andrade turns down a fight with James Kirkland. And also, uh, and again, it was because of short money. He said that, hey, I, I, you know, I'm a champion. Uh, I should be getting paid more money. I think at that time, his career high payday was, was less than $300,000. So, you know, he was looking for the bigger paydays. He felt that he was a champion. He felt that he was worth it. And he wasn't getting that type of respect nor was he getting the type of uh, payday or purses that he felt that he deserved. So he pulled out of that. So let's move forward to 2021. Sakes right here that Chris Williams report that Andre teams up with Matchrooms, offers Canelo Alvarez $40 million to face him. $40 million. Guess who turned it down? Canelo Alvarez. And guess who Canelo Alvarez decided he wanted to fight? It was Kovalev, he decided to fight, and he was going to make $35 million to face Kovalev. So does that sound like a guy that does that sound like a guy that's been ducked to me? Absolutely. When you even offered more money to fight a particular guy and you don't take it because you want to go an easier path, that is a duck to me. And that's a duck from Canelo Alvarez. Now it states right here that Andre offered Jamal. Charlo, $7 million to face him. And guess what happened after that? Jamal Charlo said, no, thank you. It's okay. Boo Boo started going to these guys' press conferences. He went to two press conferences with Jamal Charlo, or Jamal Charlo, I should say. And they said, absolutely not. They don't want to face him. He even went in Triple G. When Triple G, I forget who he was fighting, but he actually stepped into the ring, and he wasn't allowed to step in the ring, but he was trying everything he possibly can to make these fights with these big names out there. So Triple G, Jamal Charlo, Canelo Alvarez, all these guys walked away from big money because they didn't want to face who? Andrade, a guy that opposed hasn't fought anybody? Well, if he hasn't fought anybody, why wouldn't you want to fight him? If he didn't have skills, why wouldn't you want to fight him? He has the skill set, people. Yes, in the past, bad management, bad promotion, I get it. He turned down some fights where he probably shouldn't have turned down. But hey, when it when it got real hot in there, bro, guess what? Everybody jumped ship because they didn't want to face what they saw on the film. I want Chris to go because he, Chris uh, had the same team as right. uh, so we had the same promoter. Okay, Chris, can, gotcha. Chris can go a little bit more right. into detail, then I'll then I'll kind of polish it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so 
Tim, he actually fought on my undercard. He fought Brian Rose, one of his defenses when I fought Ruslan. But there were other cards. So we had the same promoter. And I went through all the same hijinks that he went through in terms of the money. Uh, the money was abysmal. And, I, you know, I, I went into battles, court battles over the same thing. I, I was not offered or I was offered certain fights that were embarrassing. And and a lot of the times I wanted to fight and would take fights. And Demetrius was a little more uh, a little smarter, a little more a little more savvy in that way. He, you know, he had a boxing background. I didn't. I just took fights. And um, especially early on, I didn't understand how all those things were. Paulie actually helped me understand the sport. Uh, business-wise a lot early on in my career um but the boo-boo's team was a little bit different and like you said they were angling to where they could knew they knew they could get where they could get into those seven eight ten twenty thirty million dollar fights and uh so a lot of those fights early on those those fights that were you know whatever called ducks or pullouts and whatnot a lot of that had to do with uh what was going on behind the contracts behind the paperwork and that's the stuff that the public never sees and doesn't understand and that's why it's good that guys tune to shows like this so they can hear from us, who's all who've all been through that, um, and I've been through the exact same things that that we're talking about with with Andre early on. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's it, you're you're right, Tim. I mean, the, the guy has been avoided stylistically, um, which is another thing. He's a tough style to fight. Whether you know, we're talking about skills. I don't think it's so much his skills. Listen, there's a lot of skilled guys out there, but Booby's just a very difficult style. So and it's, he's hard to look good against. And, and I agree. I think the Kovalev fight, even though Canelo was moving up, it's an easier fight. It's an easier fight than fighting a guy like a guy like Demetrius. He took less money, moved up in weight to go fight a guy, and also legacy fight because he's gonna we have a 175 pound world title. Um, and they knew what they were doing. They were very smart getting that fight. This is Canelo's team, uh, very close to um, Kovalev's last fight because they know in between that you know he's an older guy, he's gonna celebrate some. So they got him at the right time. But yeah, definitely an easier fight than than, than Boo Boo for for Canelo. So yeah, I mean. Did you get ducked for 15 years? No, 15 years is, no. is is not is not accurate. But in some of those big fights that we we're talking about, the fight, the, the matchups that we wanted to see, yeah, I mean, he's been avoided. Okay, I'm gonna slightly disagree with all of you. I think he has been ducked. I think he has been ducked uh, by getting offered those small amount of that those that small amount of money uh, in those fights. It's 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 obviously not helping his ability to move a move around. You gotta understand, this kid was an Olympian in 2008, Demetrius Andre. So he came out with a lot of high praise, and he was the favorite of the U.S. Olympic team in 2008. Uh, he got a, he didn't get a medal. He lost in the quarterfinals. But he was this kid had a lot of push behind him, even in the amateurs. Like I said, they brought him in when I was in training camp in 2004. This kid was so good, people thought he was going to be a star from the amateurs. He signed with Joe DeGuardia and Artie Palulo because they offered him $300,000 to sign a signing bonus, and he took the money instead of going with the bigger promoters. That ended up hurting him more than anything else because now you're with promoters who have no dates. You got to go to Germany to fight fighters. You got to go there. You got to go all over the world. You're not getting a big platform to fight on and showcase yourself. Now you're getting a reputation for being too dangerous but not known enough because now you've gone with a promoter that hasn't made you known enough, didn't have the ability to make you known enough because you took the 300000 now, fast forward to those fights he's turning down with Jamel Charlo for what? 300000 Of course he's going to turn it down. He's going to say, bro, I turned pro for 300000 You want me to fake, fight this difficult fight for 300000 No shot I'm doing that. He's got a right to do that. Listen, in his prime, not only was this guy avoided, this guy was mistreated from a business point perspective. All those fans that gave those comments are biased, most likely Canelo fans or, some, or one of those kind of fans. Let me be real clear to you guys. 
Demetrius Andre would have beat your favorite fighter's ass. Beat his ass all over the ring, all over the place, in his prime, at any point. He would have beat his ass. No matter who you're rooting for, he would have beat that ass in his prime. Unfortunately, it didn't happen in his prime. That's why he's getting the fight now. He's still at a high level. I don't think he's going to be the same guy he was before. In those years, that guy had potential to be the number one pound for pound fighter in the world. And no one will ever know it. No one will ever know it because of the way he was mistreated. His own personal decision as far as who he went to sign with right out of the amateurs. Uh, and, 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 and let himself be bought. And of course, even when he was at Matchroom, Matchroom was so busy kissing Canelo's ass that they didn't want to stir the pot. Demetrius clearly was told to be nice when he went to that press conference and Canelo tried to punk him and say, who are you bad? Nobody knows you. And Demetrius still stayed nice. Demetrius was clearly told, you can call him out, but don't ruffle his feathers too much because he had to stay quiet while Canelo abused him. Canelo telling him, nobody knows you. But Yavi Hildren was known? Rocky Fielding was known? This guy telling, uh, you got the balls to tell a guy, nobody knows you. When you're fighting guys, nobody knows. You know what I mean? So don't play that game. Don't play that game here. Don't play that game here. Andre definitely is one of the tragic stories of boxing i don't know what his result is going to be i don't think he's going to beat benavides i think he's actually going to start out very well and possibly get stopped in a fight where he might have been ahead and get stopped because i think i see benavides closing very very strong uh after an andre early 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 good start but again at 35 it's a lot 35 36 it's a lot more difficult to stay strong down the stretch and like i said it's also you're not in your prime well, there you go. Paulie responds to the viewers. Make sure you download that app, leave those comments, because we will respond. You see Tim Bradley here. He's not new anymore. He's a member of the family. We got Teddy Atlas and Sean Porter. Let's take a look. What's up, y'all? Y'all know who it is. Showtime, Sean Porter, two-time retired world champion. I just joined Cobot TV All-Star Cast. Check everything out. Follow, subscribe. Tell a friend, tell a friend to tell their mama. You know their mama gonna tell everybody else. Click the link below where you wanna be, Pro Box TV. Hi everybody out there. I'm Teddy Atlas here with Pro Box. Everybody wants to follow somebody, wants to know who's the man, who's the guy, and there's a lot of good fighters out there. Go out there and just Download I got something to I got something to add on that point, man. I'm, if I could do something, it, yeah. I'm a caveman. I, I just got something. Me and technology, we're not friends. But if I could do it, you could do it. And I guarantee you one thing. You're gonna like it. Make sure you download that app because look at this screen again. You got Hall of Famers and Champions, insiders talking boxing, talking about the inside stories and boxing. Tim Bradley, before you make your point. I just want to read another uh, another comment. Robbie Digital said, I had David whipping Andre handily, but I respect Tim Bradley's boxing mind so much. Now I'm giving Andre a slight chance. Can't wait to see this fight. Still, the fight is not pay-per-view material. Better be $29.99. You better believe it will not be $29.99. Tim, <laughs> Tim, you had another point off of what Paulie said. No, I, I, I mean, I, I just think that I hear what Paulie's saying, and he's right. You have a choice as a fighter, you know, and this is a business as a sport. But, you know, I think that Boo-Boo wasted a lot of time early on chasing the bag instead of, instead of building his brand. You know, like, I can go back in my career. I fought for the world championship of the world, I, the championship of the world, WBC in England against Junior Witter for $45,000. Okay? forty-five grand. 
I come back, I have one title defense against Edna Cherry, made $91,000. Then I come back and I fight Kendall Hall, a unification bout. Kendall Hall was a dangerous guy. Everybody knew who he was. All right. And I fought him for 200 grand. 200 grand. Now, I fought him because I wanted to show that I was the best. I wanted to be somewhat get to that million dollar status where I'm a million dollar man and at each fight that I have, hey, I'm going to make a million dollars or more. And I end up eventually getting to that point. But the point I'm trying to make is, is that sometimes you have to bet on yourself. Sometimes, you know, we look at the money like it's that's the only thing that we need. You know, position yourself, build your brand, showcase your talent, beat these guys. Because if you're that good, you shouldn't have a problem beating these guys early on. I mean, Booba was 26. You had uh, uh, Booba was 26. And I think Charlo was 24 at the time. You know, $300,000. I fought Kendall Hawk for a, a unification bout for $200,000. 200 grand. Tim, and I all, beat him. Tim, all three of us went through that. And I agree with you 100%. The thing about betting on yourself is Andre was an Olympian. He'd already bet on himself. And he won. He made the Olympic team. He's seen what other guys got. As Olympians, what other guys remember? He's a 2008 class of Olympians. Back then, they were still getting a lot of money. I mean, he's the he see he bet on himself, and he's saying to himself, "I deserve better." He did, but again, you also got to be self accountable. He chose to take the bag as a signing bonus, as opposed to taking less of a signing bonus and going to with a team that could actually maneuver him. Us guys right here, we had to sign with teams early on that maybe didn't give us the the, the projection necessary at first. We had to bet on ourselves get what we could get, and then later on, we got the, the bigger money when we when our status grew. Andre already had a big status. His issue, the issue that I have with Andre is he went and signed with a smaller team because he, he, he did go, like you said, he chased a bag to the point where he actually cost himself uh, putting himself on a team that had a big platform where he could have got more bags. He should have took less of a bag on a signing bonus so he could have set himself up for more bags later on if that was about. You got to bet on yourself to a degree. Because Andre bet on himself by making the Olympic team. We had a bet on ourselves during our career. Chris, go ahead. Moral of the story. Be careful looking at other fighters' bank accounts and bet on yourself. You ain't lying on that. There you go. There yep. you go. Well, November 25th, it goes down. It goes down. Benavides against Boo Boo. We're hoping for a great fight. I'm going to be really quick. Two more comments. Sugar Saint says, three great athletes. Perhaps it's just me, but I got all the time in the world to sit and listen to these ex-champs. And finally, Tim Bradley Cold Devil says, when Bradley goes to sleep at night, he checks under the bed for Provodnikov. <laughs> Guys, thank you. Make sure you check out this fight. This has been Deep Waters. Download the, download the app. Become a part of the ProBox TV family. ProBox TV is your boxing channel.